Good morning. For any who don't know me, I am Reverend Angelo Allen. I am a staff minister here at Heart and Soul Center of Light. I'm, I'm here today not as a scheduled speaker, but I'm here today to let you know that about a little over an hour ago, we received a phone call from our own Reverend Dr. Andriette Earl to let us know that a beloved elder in her life encountered a significant health event. And so she is called to be with that elder. And so what does that mean for us? That means we're still here. That means walk with me, Lord. That means we have something to know, something to be, and something to do. So this is obviously going to be a somewhat different kind of service experience this morning. And I'm going to need all of your help. I'm going to need the help of all of you who are assembled in the room, the help of our welcome team, the help of our practitioners who are present, even the help of our practitioners in training who are present. Because as I mentioned, we have something to do. We need to pray. We need to know and remember the teaching of faith that Dr. Andriette brings, and we need to be that holder of faith for her in particular today. Am I saying the truth here? All right. Thank you for, for your enthusiasm. And I'm not just speaking to the people in the room. I'm also speaking to those of you who are tuned in, watching comfortably from your smart TV or your mobile devices, your cell phone, however it is that you are uh, dialed in. We're depending on you also for your prayers, for your walk in faith. And so I'm asking that you chat it up. If you're on a mobile device that is internet enabled, I'm asking you to, to chat it up. Send us that prayer fragment. Send us that, that message of support and love for Dr. Andriette. And so that's what today is going to be about. There's going to be a lot of prayer in here today because if you thought that there would be a, like, uh, a talk in my back pocket, ooh, I'm showing up here in a, a sweater and cargo pants, y'all, so... <laughs> But I haven't forgotten. I haven't forgotten who we are as Heart and Soul Center of Light and the journey that we are on. Our daily read for 2023, right, is Guidance for a Spiritual Journey by Dr. Daniel Lee Morgan. I'm sure you all have your copies already. I'm sure that you're all engaged in that, but I want to lift up something that he says. I have to have a, a printout of it right here. In fact, I think we have a slide. See, Dr. Dan said that the opportunity is to feed your faith and your doubts will starve to death. 
This is an opportunity for us to allow our doubts to die of sheer neglect. <laughs> because we're putting our care and attention elsewhere. We're putting our care and attention on an awareness that there's only one of us here. Yeah, I know it looks like, you know, we're all isolated in our individual localities. I'm in this seat and this person over here is in that seat, or I'm in this city and this person over here is in another state, another country, and, and we're all separate. And well, that just ain't the truth. That's not what we teach, is it? No. We teach that there is only one life, one mind one love, one power that each and every one of us gets to call upon, to draw upon for our deliverance. That's what we're doing today. So I'm, um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I'm not here alone. I'm grateful that I got Reverend Sonia. And in a moment, I'm going to call her to, to speak a word and to say a word. And we're going to have some others who are saying a word. For us to know something, but I want to say a word right now. I want to say a word for my sister. So just allowing ourselves to take a moment, once again, returning to center. Returning to that expansive room that has no walls, no boundaries, no circumference. That room that is the all-presence, everywhere present. That room that is eternal love expressing in, through, and as each and every one of us. That love, that life, that intelligence, that grace is expressing itself fully and completely as our own Reverend Dr. Andriette Earl and as her beloved elder. And we are surrounding her, surrounding them with all of the peace that is already here. We're not calling anything new into existence. We are calling on what is already present. A perfect pattern of wholeness is making itself known right now in all the ways that it needs to be made known, in ways and means that I know nothing of. The pictures that I have in my imagination don't matter because I'm relying on the perfect picture that is in the mind of God. And so I'm knowing that there is a healing bomb that is happening for our dear minister right now. I'm knowing that there is a healing that is being made known as a divine contagion expanding out from this place in concentric circles here and throughout the world. Because as I know there's a healing of the body and mind in this one individual, in our senior and founding minister, in myself, I know that that can't be localized either. There are miracles afoot, claiming it even now. Claiming that there is a healing of the bone, 
Nerves are mended. Synapses are healed. Breathing is improved. I'm knowing that whatever the need is for anybody, anywhere, those who stand in faith are answered with divine power, divine light. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for knowing that there is healing that is happening even now. I'm grateful for knowing that there is more than enough faith in this community to not only float this service, but to float the world because we're on a mission to have a world that works for everyone. Oh, I'm grateful for all this. And it is in divine gratitude that I absolutely release this word in full faith and confidence that it is enough that it is so, and I allow the divine alchemy of God, how God works with all power, all awareness, all knowledge, and all love to be coming forth. Now I simply allow my bloated nothingness to fade into the background where it belongs so that the glory of God is coming forward. I give thanks for this. And if you are thankful as well. Please know it with me by saying amen. amen. Ashe. Amen. And so it is. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Where is my sister? My sister minister. I almost called her Dr. Sonia. But Sonia Ray Russell. Tell us something about faith. Tell us something about whatever we need to know right now. Sandra Ray Russell. Good morning, family. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. You know, what's interesting, you know, faith shows up for me um, as coming to church in jeans, (laughs) y'all. Right? Like I was, we were were so convinced that everything was going to unfold the way it always unfolds, but life is doing life, right? It's showing up and we get the opportunity to simply lean into it. We get the opportunity to remember that it is always unfolding, regardless of appearance of things, it is always unfolding in perfect order, right? So I know some stuff about faith, right? Um, I'm sure a lot of people here know some stuff about faith. Um, One of my favorite affirmations is faith isn't blind, it's visionary, Right. And the idea that our faith is giving us what we need to propel us forth. Right. Our faith is what we need to make sure that the things that we are praying for and leaning into and sometimes wishing and hoping and crossing our fingers and toes for actually is being manifest because it's coming from someplace deeper. Right. It's coming from someplace of knowing what's possible. It's coming from the knowing that God is always working it out. Now, it doesn't always look like we think it's going to look when it works out. Hence, me wearing jeans, <laughs> Reverend Angela wearing cargo pants, right? It d- doesn't always look like we think it's going to look, but it's always working. You know, and I like to say that regardless of appearances, it's always working. And without exception, it's always working. It looks like there's a little corner in the dark where faith ain't working. It looks like there's a place on the planet in a city where there's war, in a place where there's famine, it always seems like that's where faith is not working out, but that's not so. Faith is working out there too. And it's our opportunity to know it. It's our opportunity to know when somebody that we love is having a challenge in their body and in their mind that maybe faith ain't working there, but it's working there too. 
right? And that's our opportunity. Ernest Holmes says that faith is a mental attitude so inwardly embodied that the mind can no longer deny it. You know, Reverend Doctor talks about the time she was on BART. You all heard her talk about that? And she awakens to herself realizing that she don't know nothing about who's driving. She's under the bay. And she's just in there, just, you know, in her own world. And I realize that there's faith with all of us. If you are one of those people who likes to walk across the street while looking at your cell phone, you got some faith. (laughs) That's for real. If you are one of those people who likes to drive on the freeway at 60 miles an hour with no understanding of the credentials of any of the other people around you also driving 60 miles an hour, you have faith. So we're all living our lives from a really clear sense of knowing that it's already being embodied, right? Like it's there. We believe in it. We trust it. We know it, right? But we have an opportunity to know it for something more meaningful in our lives, right? Something that will propel us into our highest yet to be. Something that will give us the strength, the peace of mind, the fortitude when somebody else in our family is having a challenge, right? We get to stand in that gap. We get to know, right? Ernest goes on to say that faith may be consciously generated. In spiritual terminology, faith means a belief in the presence of an invisible principle and law which directly and specifically responds to us. Right? So we get to know directly and specifically what we're looking for, directly and specifically what's on our hearts, what's on our minds what we're leaning into for our family, what we're trusting and knowing, right? When I was early in my practitioner studies, I was talking to Reverend Doctor, and I was having some fears about some of the young people in my life, the directions they were going, the people they were hanging out with. And she stopped me, and she said, if you can't know the highest for those kids, you need to sit down. And I, you know, clutched my pearls. Because <laughs> these, these were my babies for all intents and purposes. This was before I had my daughter. Th- these were children that I really had a, a huge attachment to. And how they were and what was happening for them was important to me. And I felt, at the time, I felt at a loss. I felt like I didn't know how I was going to help. And she said, at any time you don't know how to help, you pray. That's the thing we're doing. When we are not sure how we can get in, when we're not sure, if we don't feel like we have the resources, we always have the ability to pray. Every time and without exception. So right now I'm going to pray. And I appreciate that y'all will join in with me. And so we're just going to allow ourselves to find our breath. Just noticing, maybe this is the first time you've taken a good deep breath all day. But this is the breath of God. It is the first breath. It is the breath that kept us while we slept and woke us this morning. And we can have all of this breath that we need without ever taking from another person. And this breath is ours by divine birthright. 
and it is given freely to nourish and support us. This breath is no respecter of persons. It is each and every one of ours. It is God. And I know this breath. I trust this breath. I rest, rule, and abide in it. Because I know that God is, that we are, and that all is exceedingly well. I'm going to say that again. God is, we are, and all is exceedingly well. And so this place, from this place of knowing, from this place of trusting, from this place of deep abiding faith, I speak a word of gratitude. Thank you that all of our needs are already being met. That everything that we need is already laid out before us. I'm trusting that our health and wellness is vibrant. We are strong and flexible. We have perfect circulation, perfect assimilation, perfect elimination. That our bodies, every single one of our bodies is working perfectly. And we're breathing in that knowing. We're trusting. We are giving thanks for it. I know that God is working now. I know that from the tops of our heads and to the soles of our feet, the energetic presence of the one is here. Every single portion, every cell, every bone, every muscle, every bit of tissue is vibrant with God. And as we know it for ourselves, we allow it to radiate we allow it to expand. We allow it to encompass every person here and beyond this room. Every person online, every person tuning in and not tuning in. We are knowing without exception, God is, we are, and all is exceedingly well. And so I give thanks for the opportunity to simply speak this word. I give thanks for the opportunity to know, to trust, to believe, to stand in the gap. I give thanks today and every day for the good sense to be grateful. And it is my deep and profound gratitude that I simply release this word. I know that God's working. And so I simply take my hands off it. Let God do God's work while I trust and remember and believe. And if any portion of this has resonated with you, I invite you, family, to breathe and say with me, Ashe, Amen. And so it is. I think I'm passing it back to our beloved Reverend Angelo. That's my sister minister. Thank you so much, Reverend Sonia. Oh, yeah. We want to leave that because there'll be others who'll be taking a swing at it. And, you know, um, God is, we are, and all is exceedingly well. Now, you know that's a direct quote from Reverend Doctor. 
she began teaching me that as early as I can remember in my studies of science of mind. And I know that God is, we are, and all is exceedingly well is true. Not just here. That's the thing that we get to know. It's not just local to here. God is good everywhere. And we are enough in God. Now, the popular media would have you know otherwise. The popular media would have you believe that you need something else. That you need some help. Some local help. I wonder if anyone beside me were captivated last week by the rounds of voting for the, <laughs> the Speaker of the House of these here United States. I watched in rapt fascination as news pundits and others, you know, they were wringing their hands. How long is it going to take? When are they going to come to a decision? What, what are we going to do to, to run the country? The government is not functioning. It's not working. It's broken. Who's going to lead us? We have been led to believe, I believe, that we need an interface to goodness, an interface to power, that we need people to stand in front of us and say, don't worry, I got this, I'm the power. I'm all you need. And it might be people, it might be devices, it might be other things that we place our faith in. But I'm reminded of a master teacher who showed up in a time in ancient Palestine when Judaism operated in a very specific way. There was the temple this temple representing the house of God, the house of the divine, a house of high mental activity and knowing, a house that supposedly encompassed all the people. But guess what? Not everybody could go in that house. If you were a woman experiencing menses, you could not go in the temple. If you were a person with a particular kind of job, let's say you were an undertaker or a swine herder, you couldn't go anywhere near the temple. But the way that the, the temple system was structured, there were people, Pharisees and others, who said, don't worry, I got you. You don't need to go in that temple. Put your face in me because I'm in with God. I get to know it for you. You don't have to worry about it. I'll do all the praying. You just give forth a little tithe. And we'll make sure that everything is fine. And that is the system that was in place 
until this upstart arrives and says, no, it don't work like that. You don't need an intercessor to know God. You don't need an intermediary to have your perfect health revealed, to have your absolute abundant made known. You don't need to have a mouthpiece for the temple. See, that's why I know that what we're doing here this morning is more than just filling in for a minister who is called to be attendant in the highest way possible elsewhere. We got a room full of ministers right now. We have a room full of people who don't need an intercessor. God and I are one. And that was the message that Yeshua, who the world came to call Jesus, brought that contributed to having him executed by the state. Because that ain't a popular message. To tell your leaders, no, I don't need you. I'm already in with all the power, all the grace, all the healing. And the only key that I need is just what my dear sister, Reverend Sonia, was talking about. Faith. If we can put our faith in somebody else's driving on the freeway, going at phenomenal speeds. Nobody was going 60 miles an hour 2,000 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said they're not just going 60 now. But we, 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 whether we want to acknowledge it or not, we are actively utilizing faith all the time. The question is, what are you putting your faith in this morning? I'm putting my faith in divine healing. And I don't even know what that is or what it looks like. Because I'm dealing in the realm of the formless, the invisible, and the intangible. That is how God works. God makes itself known from the inside out, as Reverend Dr. Andriette would tell us. God is actively working. If you're feeling a little bit better this morning, it's the work that you're doing right now. It's the chat messages that you're sending in right now. Lifting up Dr. Andriette, lifting up heart and soul, lifting up your neighbor, lifting up this nation, lifting up the world. Speak the truth, know the truth. Without an intercessor, without somebody to know it for you. Yeah, I'm glad they got a speaker of the house so I can stop hearing about it. But as far as I was concerned, I mean, the truth is I didn't need no speaker of the house to know that there is a goodness that supersedes everything regardless of all the human structures that we put in place. God's got it. That's what we started off with singing and knowing today. God's got it. I'm loving what um, my brother, Ron Marshall, started um, or, was, or mentioned in his prayer a little earlier. He said, everything 
in the minutest detail is being accounted for, is being tended to. There is no detail too tiny that it eludes the attention of God. Your every concern, your every worry, your every, but what if has already been thought about, yes, I have that. All you have to do is know that I have it. Recognize and move forward. Oh, I'm so grateful for my sisters and brothers. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Suzanne Celeste, whose voice has lifted me up. Whoops. I, that was a... It was a mic drop, Suzette. You know what? Come up here. <laughs> there are no accidents. That there was a mic drop when I mentioned my sister and practitioner, Suzette Celeste, who has been, well, she is our director of uh, adult education here at Heart and Soul Center of Light, has been that for a while, but has been my teacher since forever. And so, my sister, are you willing to know a truth about healing, about faith, and to just speak that word? All right. You got this, sister. Practitioner Suzette Celeste. I'll take it off. So recognition, recognition, inside job. It's an inside job. So it's not that, so, so we're surrounded by this intelligence and it's just how it is because it's part of nature, it's part of the universe, however, if I deny it, guess what it does? It don't work. It says yes to no. It says yes to, it says yes, it says yes to no. So it's about the recognition initially, no matter what level in terms of our consciousness. So if I say yes, this is working, this is working for me, and if it's not working for me, guess what? I better go to somebody, I better ask David, you know, I better go to Sheila, a prayer warrior, or a Deb, or Ron, to get the support, to get the energy, to get the imbuement, because I'm not in this by myself. So that's a component of the oneness. So, and then after that, I recognize, I recognize I'm not by myself. And then as I recognize that I'm not by myself, so I'm one with this consciousness. And in that I'm one with this consciousness, I'm knowing and declaring that everybody else is one with this consciousness, but Reverend Angelo said it, it's an inside job. So if I'm arguing with it, and I'm telling it, H and O, guess what it does? It says yes. It says yes to the no. 
it said, that's what I, th I feel like we got to be clear on in terms of the creative process, you know, and how it works. So I love that one. Feed your faith and it will start, it will starve, you. it will starve all your doubts. So it's like, do I need therapy? If I believe I need therapy, yeah, I, believe, I need therapy because there's really only one of us. Do I need the medication? Yeah, give me the medication because there's only one of it. But if I don't feel like I need that, if I don't need that in terms of my faith, let's get clear around how it works. There's no separate. It's all right exactly how we are. I mean, it's really fine. So I'm healthy. I'm experiencing well-being. I'm invigorated. I'm jumping up and down. And in that, that that's true for me, based on how I feel inside, it's true for each one of us. But what I really love, what you said, Reverend Angelo, is it's how it works in my belief, but I don't know how it necessarily works overall because it's so intangible. But I know when we say omniscient, we're talking the intelligence. So what would think that it's not intelligent enough? Why would we not think that it's not intelligent enough? We go to the pyramids. Was it intelligent? Look at all the geology. Look at the biology. Look at, mmm. When my grandfather passed away, I was real, real concerned. It was like, mmm, you know, definitely grief. And then granddaddy had a smile on his face. And then I start thinking generationally and just legendary, you know, in terms of our legacy, is that it's really all right. And granddaddy told my mama, said, take care of your grandmama, because I'm going to be all right. So, I, so that's, my, that's my belief in terms of the health, health and the wellness and the well-being, because I know granddaddy's all right. I know granddaddy's all right. I don't know what else to say other than I'm thankful for the consciousness and I give I'm, hallelujah that it's done. Absolutely. Hallelujah in advance, though. Hallelujah Not as go advance. be done, but it's done. Yeah. You know, right? Hallelujah. It's yeah. done. That's the thanksgiving. And then I was talking to Valerie Joy. I was talk. I talked to, cause we're not alone. And then, I don't look at it no more. Here, let me sit down. <laughs> you you turn away. Biblically, and I'm not the biblical one. That one. Reverend Angelo, but y'all heard the story, David, the one that they told the sister not to look back. She looked back. What happened? Didn't she turn the stone? I'm not looking back.
Thank you. Thank you. Practitioner Suzette Celeste. Oh, yeah. We have powerful practitioners here at Heart and Soul Center of Light. And so there are opportunities, not that we need inter in people to intercede on our behalf with God, but there are times when we want to avail ourselves of a practitioner and other tools. There are all kinds of practices and all kinds of other things. I, I, I think I heard a, a mention of medications. You know what? Somebody said, if you can't walk on water, take a boat. So, but here's the important thing to know beyond all of that. And that's that God's got it. Let's know the truth together. Let's know that there is a wholeness that is imperturbable, undisruptible. There is a peace that cannot be disturbed. There's a grace that only says yes with love and kindness. There is an abundance with more than enough of everything. There is an intelligence that is known by many names and many traditions. God, Almighty Spirit, Yahweh, Krishna, Buddha, it doesn't care what you call it because it knows who you are. It answers readily to your inquiry, your input, your insight, your questions, your needs. And so I'm knowing that here and now God is, and God's got it. I'm knowing that the healing that is happening now is happening in more ways than we can perceive, not just in the body, uh, our body temple, but in the body of our affairs. The world is knitting itself back together, strand by strand, piece by piece, atomic particle by atomic particle. It is a healing that cannot be stopped nor undone. There will be no peace that the world can cease because God's got it. And so I am simply giving thanks. I'm giving thanks for this day for, for knowing that as we touch and agree on a divine and perfect pattern of wholeness that is everywhere present, that that gets to be the reality we experience. I'm grateful for this thing that we call heart and soul center of light. How we hold the door open for everyone. How we embrace everyone by knowing we are all on this spiritual journey together. We're all on this glide slope to healing. I am grateful for knowing that as my brother Reverend Dr. Michael Beckwith says, there's nothing to be healed in the first place. Only the truth to be revealed. The truth is God's got it. 
And so I rest, rule, and abide in that reality. And I release this word with full confidence, full faith, and full conviction that there is nothing but goodness at hand. And I allow this word to gently settle into the waking reality of every man, woman, child, creature, plant, and particle of reality. And I invite you to simply know it with me by saying amen, ashe, and so it is. As Dr. Andriette is so fond of saying, because it's the truth, love matters.